0: this is Kurt
1: and this is Jen
0: and this is Kurt and Jen make a podcast this week
1: it's my pick it's real big fish and I'm so excited because they're like I've said in almost every episode there is an explicit brass to happiness ratio and real big fish is like the epitome of it so
0: (laughs) yes and I'm very excited also this was one of the bands that I had on my list but I, you got to it before I did, Jen.
1: I mean, it's okay. It's all right.
0: Yes. So when did you... Do you remember the first moment that you heard a Real Big Fish song?
1: Oh, my gosh. Do I remember the first time that I heard a Real Big Fish... It had to have been Sellout because that was their big, big, big hit. Um, and immediately, like, I don't know if you can listen to Sellout and not have a giant smile on your face. And it's just... Such a good feeling. So I can't remember the exact time. I just remember the feeling.
0: Okay. So it was, uh, yeah, and that album, that whole album, Turn the Radio Off, is a fantastic album.
1: Oh my gosh, such a good album.
0: I have listened to that album uh, hundreds of times. Um, but And the other albums, not so much, but I, I know that one very well, and I'm, it, it is excellent. Wilker, was, don't
1: worry. We're going to cover several albums today. Excellent. (laughs) I mean, why don't we start from the top here with sell out? I mean, there's, there's no point in this that is bad. It is all just wonderful. Um, gosh, what is my favorite part of this song? Um, mm, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm trying so hard, but like the entire thing is perfect. Um, the man said, it's going to be okay. Like, I just can't. But the man said, that's the way it is. And the man said, it don't get better than this. No, no, no. I mean, that's my favorite part, I think, is when they're like, don't question the guy that's trying to get them into a record contract at all. And they just all quit have you seen I'm sorry, have you seen the video? I forgot to I ask you. The in my yes, I have seen the video, yes. I've definitely seen the video. So they just like leave their Fry Cook station and they're like, I'm out. I'm gonna go make a lot of money over here, telling like playing what the radio people want you to hear. And it's just so good and glorious. I don't think I, we need to play it because I think it's such a ubiquitous song that everyone knows it. But that's my favorite part, is that they're just not gonna question him at all.
0: Yeah, and the fact that all it takes is for you to agree to what the man says and then you can get the record contract. You can go from flipping burgers to having a big record contract as long as you just play what the man says.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so good. It's just, it reminds me of uh, the plot for Josie and the Pussycats live action. <laughs> well, Last how of all the world, records, I, but How did we get back
0: to Josie and the Pussycats? I but, will okay. get us back
1: to Josie and the Pussycats on every episode. Somebody's going to be annoyed and is going to write in and be like, Jen, really, it's okay. I think you should say something about that. And I'll be like, it's fine. It's fine. Josie and the Pussycats, it's fine.
0: (sighs) So do you have any other parallels between Real Big Fish and Josie and the Pussycats? Mm -hmm. Probably, but <laughs> I mean I, I
1: could go on. It's fine. We'll stop right there. It's okay. <laughs> we I limit my amount of Josie and the Fisty Cats references to like two minutes per episode. We've already hit it, so I'm sorry. I know we're only <laughs> like four and a half minutes into this thing, but there you are.
0: So did you were you watching MTV a lot when this when sellout came, you know, hit the big time? Yeah. Okay. Because I never saw the video until you told me about what? um, No,
1: you would. Oh, I thought you were kidding, and so I sent you the link like as a joke.
0: Oh well, no, I (laughs) I was not a big uh, MTV viewer back in '97. So yeah, you do. And and was it was it played a lot? Like
1: just I mean, regular
0: rotation or I
1: it was on regular rotation, I feel like. It was such a good mm-hmm. video and like such a good vibe. And ska was so big for like that one year. Um, I was so good. I just ska should have been longer. It should have been forever, but it's okay. We can keep on keeping on. <laughs> yeah. So
0: One of the songs on that album uh, that I think is hilarious is, and even though it has almost no lyrics to it, um, it is uh, 241. And let me just play the very beginning of 241. Okay, so 241 is essentially an instrumental, except he says 241 right at the beginning. And do you know why he says 241 right at the beginning?
1: I don't know. Is it like their phone digits? (laughs) I don't know the word. Yeah, Real Big Fish has got
0: a three digit, just like uh, 411 and
1: 911. (laughs) Ah, Oh my God, wouldn't that be amazing? Like if you could just dial it and then like a Real Big Fish song would play? Like I'm having an emergency. I'm having a really crappy day let me tell you for one for real big fish (laughs) stack oh life would be better if that was the case i'm just saying
0: no 241 uh was aaron barrett's high score in bowling and after he rolled his 241 he wrote a song about it
1: (laughs) i mean it's impressive As someone who used to go to the bowling alley a lot, that is very impressive. You
0: used to go to the bowling alley a lot?
1: Yeah, I did. We had um, so I went to school at Florida State, and we had a bowling alley in the Union, and okay. it served pin-shaped beers. They were Budweiser's, and they were shaped like pins, so they were bigger than your usual beers. Um, we would pregame with white Russians and then get... Those beers at the union at the bowling alley, and then we would bowl. We would roll, as it were. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, do you know what your high score is?
1: I have no idea because there was a lot of alcohol involved. So. <laughs> it's okay. I
0: and I have seen your bowling form, not you because kn- we've ever bowled I, together. No, nope. but that what? is a
1: bowl. And I had. I know I have gotten over two hundred before. So even oh, really? with my yeah, even with my bad form, and which the, you the like reason... to point out every improv scene. <laughs> I mean, yes, we
0: have twice done an improv scene where we are bowling, and
1: uh, I think we've done it. Is it just twice? Was I, there I a think... third time where we were in practice too?
0: Oh, that it's possible.
1: I mean, we bowl a lot for ten bowl, <laughs> which is great
0: yeah from this point forward we're gonna we have should, to go
1: we should have a league and get like fancy bowling shirts <laughs> <laughs> bowling no
0: shirts with uh yeah curtain uh, and Jen make a podcast logo on it
1: I mean I'm not opposed to it but you know it's fine it's okay <laughs> more pipe dreams all right so so also from that album um Because you said that was on Turn the Radio Off, right? Yes. Okay, good. That's what I thought. Um, One of my favorite songs, uh, which links really nicely to that last story I just told, is called Beer. Are you familiar with this tune? I
0: am absolutely familiar with beer. Yes.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, let's, I'm just going to pick a random time in the song because I wrote my notes here are beer. Hashtag everything. Um, so it's there were no actual notes on this one because it's just delightful. And so let's let's see where the button lands and see what we're going to listen to here. I mean, it's perfect, right? I'm just saying, like at the I, at, at randomly, the
0: intersection of real big fish and beer, you'll find Jen.
1: You will, because <laughs> if you're drinking, you're a friend of mine. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's oh, so solid. It's such a good song. Oh, yeah. Do you have any other songs from that album that you like? Because I certainly well, do. I have yeah, several more to discuss.
0: I do. Um, one of my favorites is the song "Trendy." Oh. You're clearly you're familiar with the, the Song trend. I mean,
1: right? I'm familiar with the entire album, but I did not peg that as one of your picks, so I'm very excited.
0: It's not so So I love this little part of the song because at the beginning of it it's not so bad being trendy everyone looks like me is my friend like if you dress in a trendy manner everyone's going to accept you and like you and then the music changes and then it's like this different uh it's like a different feeling and then all of a sudden it's everyone's making fun of me cuz they say I'm so trendy cuz I do what others do so First, he's trying to fit in with everyone. And then all of a sudden, no, if you tried to do that, you will be made fun of. And I just thought that was an interesting little switch in that song.
1: Yeah, it's definitely an interesting switch. It also reminds me of like, um, like, obviously, if anybody has seen like, oh, what is the name of the movie? Can't Hardly Wait? Uh, like posers were a big thing in the 90s, like calling out posers. Um, and I feel like the song is a, it's a song calling out posers.
0: Yeah, so, absolutely.
1: Yeah. That's super fun because I guess the OG Scott people are cool and the not OG Scott people are, I don't know. <laughs> if you like Scott, I like you. That's it. There you go.
0: That's good. You don't
1: uh, need to be trendy or not trendy.
0: And I was looking in, uh, one of the, I was looking at the lyrics up on a website and at the... And at the very end of this uh, of, of this website, I think it's songmeetings.com, they have, uh, you know, I don't want to be left out. I want to be cool. And then they have in parentheses, making fun of trendy people is the trendiest thing of all, which I didn't actually hear in the song anywhere, but it's like, oh, that's a cool line.
1: That, so Well, maybe I'm like not... that's the meaning behind the song is that making fun of trendy people is <laughs> the trendiest thing ever. Because it's always, it's like fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that was like added in maybe like a live version that I'm not familiar with, but uh that's a cool line.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also from this album is a song that I have requested that Kurt sing with me at the next time we do karaoke. Uh just I'm not gonna segue at all. There you are. And here is that song.
0: me to do what do you want me to do she said you found someone's gonna hold up and she said you found someone's
1: gonna understand she don't to you don't need nobody to be a man that you don't need nobody to be a man she has a girlfriend now such a good song and yeah. oh my god that they got monique to come from save ferris to do this song was like earth shatteringly exciting to me so it's so exciting it's just so good
0: and let me just be very clear you have asked me and i have accepted i we are prepared well, to wanna, do i, I didn't want to make like it sound like i was recorded. leaving you hanging here oh no yes. i
1: understand i just this is now <laughs> a recording and this is going out to more than just us so that now everyone in the Curtiverse? i don't know <laughs> Kurt and Jennifer's?
0: That's better. That works better.
1: Okay. Kurt and Jennifer's uh, all know that the next time that we do karaoke at Tim or anywhere else, this is the karaoke song that's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's
0: absolutely going to happen. I mean, I hope you've been
1: practicing because I certainly have. This is like the best song to sing in a shower. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, I mean, I guess if you're with someone and you can do a duet (laughs) in a shower, but- I don't think it's. I think it's kind of sad. Only singing half of a duet in the shower by yourself. I
1: sing the whole thing. It's
0: fine. Oh, okay. You do yeah. both parts.
1: Okay. I do both parts. I mean, <laughs> obviously, I am multi talented. There you are.
0: So, uh, ha- have you seen the uh, the YouTube video with uh, uh, it's Real Big Fish performing "I Know You Too Well" and she has a girlfriend with Lindsay from Mighty Mongo. No. I I have just recently seen this. I am not familiar with Lindsay, but uh, I am not you, either.
1: But I'm very you, excited.
0: Do you know the song? I know you too well. Uh,
1: yeah, it was on my list.
0: Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I didn't mean to jump ahead, but
1: I mean it's okay, Kurt. I'm very excited that you chose it because it is a delightful song, as are all the real big Big Fish songs.
0: Um, do you know who sang the female part on the on the uh, studio album for that?
1: Hmm. I do we not. Was it can, Monique Powell again? I, I, I don't can't, know. I can't remember.
0: We might have to look that up
1: real quick. Oh my gosh. All right. Here we go. Let's <laughs> let's see what the internet says. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm literally the one Googling and I'm still like, I don't know. Who is it?
0: And the, the full name is I know you too well to like, to you, like anymore. you anymore.
1: Yes. yes. Oh. It's Julie Steuer. Oh, okay. I am very. Do ex- we need to pause the podcast and go watch this video, and then come back and discuss?
0: Tell you what, why don't I play um, a little bit of that song right off of YouTube?
1: Oh, there you go. Even yeah, better.
0: We, you can hear thirty a good thirty seconds of uh, free play of that. Uh, <laughs> there you go you too well to like you anymore. Everybody jump! Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. I know you too well
1: I Wonderful mean, song. Maybe we should karaoke that one instead.
0: Why not both?
1: Porque no losos. I don't know. Let's do them both. Oh my gosh! That's okay,
0: I don't know this one as well, but I will put that on the list. I don't. The- I don't know
1: nearly as well as she has a girlfriend now, um, because I think did I? Oh, I can't remember if I sang that song for show choir tryouts once. Or if I sang um, Save Ferris, Super Spy. Um, but I sang a Monique Powell song for one of my show choir auditions. Because you had to audition every year um, to be in like the more advanced show choir. And yeah, I for sure sang one of them. <laughs> so.
0: so did your show choir do a lot of Save Ferris?
1: No, they did not. <laughs> it's just that Monique Powell's like, vocal range is right in mine. And like as an alto, there aren't a lot of great pieces that you can stand on their own. Um, that you can audition to a show choir with. So you either take a man's piece and you do like a tenor part or you, um, uh, go for say Ferris. Yeah. Good times. All right. That's my explanation of that.
0: But you said you've had some, some solos in the show choir. Oh
1: yeah. No, I for sure did. Yeah. But none of them were. Yeah. It was all like.
0: So what were some of those solos that you did?
1: Um, let's see oh there was a dixie chick song because i am right in that vocal range as well um there was adelaide's part in guys and dolls the person can develop a bad bad cold if i'm remembering that correctly um let's see i was mammy yokum in lil abner <laughs> So she's got a lot of songs because she's like the lady in charge of that town. In case anyone uh, doesn't know, a 1920s cartoon. You uh, are really
0: You're really skewing young here, Jen. All so, these guys I'm, and dolls. And this look, is great. it
1: was show choir, Kurt. <laughs> it's still the same. They don't. They do musicals. It's fun. Um, we did. Uh, I did a duet. Um, Master of the House, Les Misérables, and yeah, and that one was with somebody who is now a famous opera singer. At least, at least I think he's famous because he's like in the New York Met Opera, and I think that's that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, she got the uh, got the Jen boost. Oh, he did a he did a duet with Jen. Wow, got check Oh out.
1: yeah, because <laughs> Jen's so very popular with the music <laughs> and the singing. Um, in the doesn't. All All right. Good times. But, yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. So, uh, let's see. I am trying to decide. Yes, let's continue. I'm going to continue with uh, Turn the Radio Off. And I'm going to go to Everything Sucks. Do you know this song?
0: (laughs) Of course.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, what I love about this song is the ending. And I am going to see if I can get to the part where I want to play... I like that ending, and this is gonna be the last time that you hear me complain like we're done <laughs> like I don't know if anybody else does this, but like um, sometimes you can sit with like your like negative feelings for too long so I set a timer when I start to feel like I'm in this weird negative zone and I set it for like five minutes and then after oh. those five minutes are done I'm like alright done like move on like do like it's, it's nice to like acknowledge you're upset or whatever but if like you hit five minutes of still being upset without doing something else like you can just spiral so like why yeah. do that and so I really like that this song complains for like just a set amount of time and then at the end of the like, that's the last time you're gonna hear me complain. Boom. Like, that's actually
0: you should just you should just play the length of that song, not even five minutes. Just yeah, bam. two
1: two minutes and forty one seconds, Kurt, because there I you have go. it right in front of me. Um honestly, I don't normally make it to the full five minutes because usually I can like laugh at an unrelated thing um before <laughs> those five minutes are up. Oh, was that a throwback to one of our episodes? I don't know. Listener, go back and listen to all of them again and see <laughs> where we mention that. Anyway,
0: so is that like the five minute mark is where it officially becomes wallowing, and you don't want to yeah. do that? Yeah, that's
1: right. just like why do, put on a ska song. You're gonna be yeah. fine. Yeah,
0: I, just I like that. that. Acknowledge the emotion, but yeah. don't don't dwell just don't on it.
1: Dwell on it. I mean, people can you can do all sorts of things. So why not choose to do something that makes you happy?
0: That's Absolutely. All I'm so all I'm one one thing I noticed about this song and a whole lot of real big fish songs, and I'm gonna preface this by saying it may sound like a it may sound like a criticism, but it's more of a just really just an observation. He writes a lot of songs from the perspective of the lead singer of a ska band.
1: <laughs> Have you noticed that? <laughs> I mean, is he the lead singer of a ska band? He is
0: the lead singer of a ska band. So
1: I think it's like, write what you know, you know? Yeah. You uh-huh. know how,
0: like, uh, when when comedians, they they break on the scene and they've got, like, all this interesting material. Then they get famous and then they start doing a bunch of material about hotels and airplanes and, you know, stuff that's, uh, you know. Less
1: accessible to just normal people
0: yeah and you know it's it's what their life becomes so i think that he has been the lead singer of a ska band for the majority of his life and that's his frame of reference so i i literally went yes
1: if i could be the lead singer of a ska band oh for the rest of my life i would be so happy so (laughs) i'm gonna live vicariously
0: you True. and me both. I... You want
1: to be the lead singer with Scott, But you can't because you're going to be in my band, Kurt. And so you can be <laughs> in a ska band.
0: Okay, I would be happy to be a bass player in a <laughs> so... I'd be happy to be the bass player of a ska band. That would, and, and in all, in all seriousness, I would. That is a a something that I would like to do. It's playing a band with horns in it, ska or like R and B kind of thing. I've always thought that that would be the coolest thing. Just never had the opportunity to do that.
1: Why don't we start a Scott band? <laughs> I don't know. Why haven't we thought of that? I'm just saying.
0: I, well, I have I'm thought of it. I just, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, it's even more work than a improv duo, if you can believe that. <laughs> well,
1: there's a lot of things that are more work than being in an improv duo. So <laughs> I can believe it. All right.
0: So I just want to do, I just want to go through, I I was scanning through a bunch of the, the songs that they had. And I believe that all of these are written from the reference of a lead singer of a ska band.
1: I mean, so ska show Mm -hmm.
0: alternative girl. All I want is more big star brand new song. Don't want, no, don't start a band drunk again. Everything sucks. I'll never be. I'm cool. Join the club. SR, sell out, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg Baby, and thank you for mo- for not moshing. And that's not an exhaustive list, but <laughs> I was, when I was going through all these songs, it was like, okay, he's talking about writing a song here. Okay, he's talking about being on stage here. Okay, he's talking about, you know, sky. I show. mean,
1: but like, how many people want that in their lives? So.
0: Again, not a criticism, but just a large percentage. It's, but
1: it. I know that you prefaced it with it feels like a criticism, (laughs) but it's kind of like when you're like, no disrespect, and then you say something disrespectful. (laughs) So, but no disrespect, no disrespect, (laughs) no disrespect. uh, But I'm pretty sure that that's a complaint. So, Yeah,
0: don't take this the wrong way, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) But absolutely take this the wrong way, because I'm saying this really mean thing to you. Um, All right. Well,
0: and then what I want in a ska band is fun songs and if they talk about something really deep then it might bring me down a little bit so exactly i am the same thing. very happy that he sings a whole bunch about what he knows and that's cool Ugh. just an observation
1: okay well so this was a great segue into the next song that i selected um which is everyone else is a bleep hole um Which is, I mean, like, so even if you're having a bad day and you've put your little timer on for, like, how, like, everybody sucks and you're mad, um, put this song on immediately and you're, you're like, yeah, that's right. Real big fish. It's not me. How could it be me? I don't know. But let me just play the very beginning. And that's really all I can play of that, because that word comes up a lot. And I'm I not going for an explicit rating here.
0: Well, first of all, I don't think that uh, that word would actually get you an explicit rating. And what? second of all, by saying bleephole, I think that it actually sounds like a worse word than the actual word.
1: <laughs> Is it? Uh, <laughs> well, what are you going to do?
0: But I, I respect your decision to not. I say
1: mean, that word. I don't know. Where's the line? <laughs> Everyone well, else got... is an asshole. Uh, moving <laughs> on.
0: That sounded like it was directed at me, Jen.
1: <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs>
0: uh, don't take this the wrong way, but you're an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> No, that we, is a great song too.
1: Listeners, look, you just queue up our podcast to this point and play it like passive aggressively at somebody in your office.
0: <laughs> no offense.
1: No disrespect. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Do you have any more song picks, Kirk? Because I have well, so
0: many more. I do. I went through uh, the catalog. And again, I'm uh, very familiar with. Turned the radio off. uh, Not as familiar with a lot of the others. So there was one song title that caught my eye, uh, which is called Ban the Tube Top.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. So this came out when tube tops were big. And um, I wore a lot of them. That's it.
0: I, you know, I was going to ask. But uh, okay, so here's the beginning of the song. Okay, so you so you talked about when, that this came out when Tube Tops were big. I'll have you know that in our house with my 17-year-old daughter, that Tube Tops are still big, and I am not a fan.
1: <laughs> I, are they still big?
0: Yes. Okay,
1: uh, well, she a, would Amongst
0: the 17-year-old crowd, and so the very first line. Oh, so
1: she's really called out in this song. Have you played it? Again, passive-aggressively low. Like
0: <laughs> I played this for her, and uh-huh. she gave me a look, and then she gave me a middle finger.
1: Then... Wow.
0: <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, You're 17, Evil and Mean, Comfy and Cozy, Nowhere Seen. And I-, I have to back up for a second. I did not play this and said, hey, this is you. I just said there was this song, and I wanted you to hear it. Uh, but it's. Uh, I didn't yeah. think
1: that you would ever do that.
0: No, no, but no. It was. I mean, she she took it. I think in the spirit that it was intended. But, uh, yeah. The you can't deny the loser inside. All of your bad taste won't subside. So, yeah, I think it is a very but uh, like
1: as as a previously seventeen year old girl who wore tube tops at that age, I feel like it's so accurate. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, I remember not liking... Like, this being the one Real Big Fish song I didn't like.
0: Okay, you didn't like it because he was calling you out?
1: Oh, yeah, because he was calling me out. I felt very <laughs> called out upon in this song, and I was like... Mm. It, and I remember thinking, I bet this is going to be really funny in, like, a couple years. And sure <laughs> enough, it totally was. Because by that time, I was then, you know, like, 19 or 20, and had stopped. I had... Well... I had mostly stopped wearing tube tops by that point.
0: <laughs> when was the last and time you- And I you've... was
1: like, Ooh, 17-year-old girls. hmm Yep.
0: So when was the last time that you wore a tube top non-ironically?
1: Uh, sometime in my 20s. And I don't <laughs> want to divulge the exact age in my 20s because it was probably well beyond the wearing of the tube tops should have <laughs> ended. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about I also, ironically,
0: you ever wore it? Just oh no, I've never worn one. Ironically, no, I've only okay. worn them very
1: seriously. Okay. Um, there was also a period of time where it was like, oh, what was really cool was like to wear like a corset style top, and it was like a corset thing, but not quite tube top. It was like in between. It was fine. It's okay. Also, probably not a good choice fashion wise.
0: Hmm. I'm more in favor of the corset than uh, than the straight up tube top.
1: But... I know. Yeah, it was a little bit more classy. It was like the clasped-up version of a tube top, which isn't saying much, Kurt. It's not saying a lot. (laughs) There you have it. Yeah. So let's get off of that topic because I don't want to remember my poor fashion choices because I'm sure that we all have them. Okay. Um, So
0: just before we get off of that topic, though. (laughs) Back on. So a a bit of a callback. Were you wearing them because you really dug them or because it was trendy and it was like all the girls were wearing them.
1: So the, I don't think that the corset style ones were ever that super trendy. And those were definitely my go-to. My my tube tops that were regular tube tops were definitely of the ska punk variety. So they were not uh, ever trendy unless you were at a ska punk show.
0: A ska punk tube top.
1: Yeah. You take, I don't even
0: know what that means. Oh
1: my God. You take a band tee and then you cut it up. And then you make it into a tube top.
0: Uh, okay, so you're, I got gotcha. you.
1: You're a cool ska punk girl in a ska, yeah. ska punk tube top.
0: Oh, so he might have written this song for you.
1: He might have. Yeah, that's why it felt <laughs> really hurtful. Uh, I was like, have you seen me at a show? like, I was like, mm, adorable. Thank you very much. All right. With my platform shoes. And my <laughs> ska punk style tube top. Mm-hmm. There were always checkers. It's okay. It's fine.
0: Oh, can we post a picture of you back in the day?
1: Shoot, I don't know if I have any of those pictures because honestly, I think what happened was uh, my friends would take a picture and then it'd be like, "Burn that," uh, <laughs> which is when I realized I shouldn't wear the tube tops, and I switched to the corset style. And there you
0: go. Okay. Well. No, no guarantees, but uh, if if we can find an old picture, would you uh, that you're happy with? Would you post it for our listeners?
1: I mean, I would if I can find one. That is doubtful because this was the age before like digital pictures were like a big thing.
0: Got it. So they're all scored on like
1: those when we had the cameras with this the card, and then you can never get the card out. You never you had like the right adapter to get the card, and then like you had to like adapt it to put it onto your. Laptop or computer. Anyway, that was too much yep. work. Let's be honest. It's either that or Polaroids. And that's all that I have. So
0: and it might yeah, it might take a lot of work and you have very little motivation to actually do it. So. I mean,
1: it's a very low motivation. Oh, who wants to see this picture? No one. So why am I gonna dredge it up? I don't know. Mm-mm. I mean, and it might have been it might have been even over the top where I had my flip flop flip phone on a clip on my belt, which had studs on it. So yeah, Dang. I was just so fly. Just well,
0: saying. I'll tell you who wants to see that. I want to see that.
1: <laughs> you want to see it so you can laugh at me. I know how this works. All right.
0: Laugh with so, you.
1: I don't, <laughs> it doesn't always feel like with. All right. So here we go. The next song, cause I'm getting off of this train, uh, is, Again, life sucks, so let's dance. Like I, it's perfect for ska music, and I'm going to play a and little clip.
0: And it's a person. It's a perfect five-minute uh, exercise there. If you're it's, ever feeling bad, right? It is. It's
1: much like every ska song. I mean, I don't know if you can go to a ska show and not be happy. But if you were ever unhappy at a ska show and they played this, you would feel happy again. Oh. I mean, yeah, maybe if we have some fun, we won't feel so bad. That's a weird concept. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, this advice is solid gold. Yeah, so,
0: and there, a lot of these songs are... You know that the lyrics, at face value, are you know sort of downers. You know what?
1: At what well, point does that sound like a downer?
0: Life sucks.
1: Let's dance.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but you know you could also dance for celebration, which be more of a positive thing. And you know everything sucks, and beer is not exactly a uh, pleasant song where he's getting drunk and falling down. And well, well. so. That yeah. being said, he takes these negative emotions and turns them positive in this in the ska music and having fun with it. So yeah. I I enjoy it. That is and true.
1: Then the next song that I was thinking of is also has some downer lyrics. Gosh darn it, you <laughs> pointing this stuff out to me. It's oh, really upsetting. Really upset. So how dare you.
0: <laughs> so have you seen Real Big Fish?
1: So, I can't remember if I've seen real, I've seen so many Ska shows that I can't remember if I've seen real big fish. Um, gosh, that's really disturbing on so many different levels. Um,
0: and I'm sorry to surprise you with a gotcha question on yeah. this real big fish podcast episode. But- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, so wait, do you always, it's like you always ask me if I've been to the band that I've selected. Huh? That is true. I'm going to throw that away for future use and reference maybe on the next episode where I could remember that. Um, (laughs) But no, I meant to actually look this up because I think that they played Q101's Jamboree when I was there once. Um, But I'm probably remembering that wrong and it was probably a different ska band. Who knows? Um, Okay. If I haven't. I was planning to this summer because they were coming through Tucson.
0: Yes, they were. The
1: Aquabats.
0: I know. Which is amazing.
1: I mean, what about a Dream Team Ska lineup? Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. And I believe that uh, I was going to have to miss that because we had already purchased tickets for Jim Jeffries at the same exact time. So this might work out. For me in the positive, so they'll reschedule and I'll be able to see both, I hope.
1: But I mean, I, one I, one can only dream.
0: So I have seen... I I did see Real Big Fish play in Tucson at The Rock, and they were amazing. I know. They are so much fun on stage, and I would absolutely see them every time they came through the
1: energy at like every ska show i have been to has been so amazing and fun and it's like why are there other genres of music i don't even like if i could just ska for the rest of my life <laughs> i'm gonna be in a nursing home and i'm gonna be playing everyone else is an asshole like <laughs> full bore
0: <sighs> and pointing people out no yeah, yeah. no
1: So, okay. So I have a theory about this because I uh, used to work with an older population in private practice and we decided, we being the staff, decided that as you age, you either become the nicest version of yourself or the meanest version of yourself and there is no in between and so I want to think that like we had this patient who would bring in candy bars like full size candy bars in a cooler and he was so sweet and anyone who spoke to him or helped him would get a candy bar and they were Hershey's they weren't like like it wasn't like an amazing candy it was just a Hershey's milk chocolate bar and he was just like thank you so much and he would pull one out and I'm like I want to be that person when I get old like that's what I want to do I want to just have candy and be like it's how Halloween every day. Here you go, <laughs> uh, because I he was that, so excited to give them to you, and I was like, "Yes, yeah. you're so sweet." That's I think who
0: that I wanna be. yes, and your original theory, or what you just said there about yeah. everyone,
1: I th- I, th-
0: I think that that's probably true. That's I think, uh,
1: I think it is. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. I'm going nice because, right? right. Uh, yeah.
0: So, yeah, just check in with yourself every couple of years. <laughs> all right, which which direction am I headed here?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. In fairness, our lifespan isn't that long, so i don't got, I don't have to check in for quite as long as some other people's. That's nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt laughs, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> okay, so my people play- are from an island. We just don't have that longevity. It's okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) I wanted to play a song uh, that came off of uh, the, well, it's on YouTube, but this is uh, just showing a little bit of the the humor that they show in their live shows. So I'm going to, here, I'll play this. Right now, we're going to play you a song from the 1990s. This is a song from the 90s that we are very well known for performing. It goes like this. joke
1: you know i mean like i love nirvana because how can you not um the horns are a great addition i'm so i'm just gonna say it i'm yeah. just it's fine mm-hmm. you can't be unhappy when horns are added
0: yeah and oh. like all this all the different cover songs that they do they're oh just God. more
1: fun you know they're just it's- more fun versions of the original <laughs> yeah. yeah it's they've turned the fun up and turned the not fun down That's what they've done. I don't know why I went with that, but that's what I did. So (laughs) turn the fun right up. Just focus on that part, people. Don't listen to the other thing I said. (laughs) Where I don't quite make sense. It's all right.
0: It's all good.
1: (sighs) So I'm going to jump to another completely unrelated song. Because I don't know why it just popped into my head, um, but it is so good. Kurt, do you know? I want your girlfriend to be my girlfriend too.
0: I did listen to this song. I didn't spend a lot of time with it, but yes, what? I have. What? What? Well, okay. Tell me what I'm missing. Tell me. Oh, no. The joy- I'm gonna uh,
1: play for you what you're missing. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play that right now. A little girl I know, you might know her too She looks so good, whoa, she looks so cute Standing next to you And I don't know what to do I want your girlfriend to
0: be mine I want your girlfriend to be be mine I want your girlfriend to be my
1: girlfriend I like that they just throw in a two. <laughs> like, they're like, we. Uh, I don't need to steal her from you, but I would also <laughs> like her to be my girlfriend. Is that? Can we? cause that? Is that? Can we all work that out? Is that? It's just. Like, it's like a. I'm like, what is happening right now? Is this like the original like polyamory thing that's happening? I don't know, but it's delightful. <sighs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you know. It's sharing. Uh, it's pleasant. Yeah. It's, uh,
1: yeah, like he's not trying to be like mean to me. He's like, hey, uh, I got a question for you. <laughs>
0: hear me out. This might sound <laughs> hear, unusual. Hear but... me out
1: on this one. Um, I want your girlfriend to be my girlfriend. Oh no, no, no two, two, two. Yeah, as well, <laughs> as, well. as well. Okay. In Just, addition to. In addition to. All right. All right. It was. I know. It got weird there for a second, but then I added the as well.
0: So, so Jen, you've watched Avenue Five, right?
1: I have watched uh, like five episodes of Avenue Five by now. Okay, I think
0: I think think it's about the fifth episode where the the captain calls home.
1: Oh yes, yeah.
0: And so he's talking to his spouse, and then who is uh, another man, Mm -hmm. um, and then shortly thereafter, the another a woman joins the call. And then you realize, and then you see a picture, a wedding picture of two men and the woman and yeah. a, from a wedding picture. And that's the only reference that they make of it. They don't make a big deal about it at all. They just, well, they, of... I
1: mean, they shouldn't have to, you know, if that's, they're all consenting adults. If that's what they choose to do with their lives on a fictional TV show.
0: Yes. In space in the future.
1: Right. That's all I'm saying. It seems totally legit to me. I don't know.
0: But yeah, that song made me think uh, <laughs> of you, you don't see a lot of, you know, TV shows where they have polyamorous long-term relationships like that, but
1: Yeah. And I don't mm, is that as far as you've gotten?
0: Uh, just about. I, okay.
1: Well, then uh, I'm I, not going to uh, spoil anything for you. But Okay. There is developments. <sighs> There're developments. I know. Wait.
0: They don't just sit around for the next couple of episodes? Or I, I,
1: stuff there's happens. more plot, Kurt. Oh my God. I, I don't even know. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> okay, I'm further well. along in the season than I thought I was. Um, but yeah, there's a lot more plot and it's exciting.
0: Excellent. Well, mm-hmm. definitely a thumbs up on that show, by the way. I, I mean,
1: who doesn't love... Is it Peter Laurie? Is that I'm saying it? Am I saying it right? Uh, Peter Laurie? Who, Hugh Laurie. Hugh, Hugh
0: Laurie. Hugh Peter Laurie. Laurie. <laughs> yeah. Peter Lorre was the guy from. Uh, I think he was in Casablanca.
1: Oh, geez. He was. Okay. He was. Uh, this is like, so. This is where my memory isn't working so well. So thanks for that, Kurt. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, kind of related to that, actually, have you heard the song um, "Where Have You Been"?
0: No, I don't think I have. <gasps>
1: wow okay well i'm gonna play for you the funny part of that song uh but obviously he's separated from his spouses and so it made me think of where have you been uh and this is so good but my favorite part is this last part where we kind of make fun of the 90s so let's listen let's listen to that And that was always my breakup song such a good song
0: (laughs) i mean is that the the song that you would play like oh
1: no 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 normally i would just call the third strike and then like leave um But then uh, so for those not who've not been privy to the three strike policy, um, I have a very I had a very strict three strike policy when I was dating and I would call them as I saw them. um, And it was just anything that was disrespectful to me, like just like fundamentally. And I would, you know, like say it out loud so like everybody's aware. And then I would break up with the person after the third strike. And then like inevitably they'd try to like plead their case um, as to why that third strike wasn't a strike. And like, it shouldn't be like, I don't like, no, that's not really how this works. And then this song played in my head every time. Like, yeah, right. As if I don't need this. Like for real. Like I don't like, Whoa, I don't understand. It was just funny.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, so I was wondering what you meant by a breakup song, because most people, when they talk about a breakup song, it's the song they play when they're in the room, Alone, heartbroken. But for you, it's the song that's playing in your head while you're breaking up with the person.
1: So it's not. I guess it's not specifically at the breakup point, but it <laughs> it does happen quite. It would happen quite a. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I can't words right now, so we're gonna go with that. What is this, the podcast where we talk? I don't know. Woo! <laughs> all right.
0: Or <sighs> nowadays, when you've got your phone by you, you can just say. Okay, that's Third Strike. Hold on. Let me play a little background music for this next part I of the mean, conversation. I mean, like, if you could only get <laughs> a
1: thing when I was dating, that would have been great. What are you going to do? You know, okay, Jen, we're breaking up a
0: little bit. Um, <laughs> so-
1: are we Are we breaking up uh, Salt and Pepper's breaking up? All right. Okay, good to know. Uh, let me just cue up some music so, so that I can okay. make this happen. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Kurt laughs. Okay, mostly. what
0: I meant to say was the uh, audio is breaking a little.
1: My people are from an island. Ask. We just don't have that longevity. It's okay. <laughs> so true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. And we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. In the break, I double-checked. And as a matter of fact, I was correct. Peter Laurie was in Casablanca, and he also was in Arsenic and Old Lace.
1: I was in Arsenic and Old Lace in high school, not the, you know, not the movie with Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and I uh, tried out for Arsenic and Old Lace. That was the first play that I tried out for in high school, and I was not selected. Oh, no, why weren't you they so did not ne- they, I was not a good actor. They oh. did not need my services for that. Oh. So uh, I was in exactly one play in high school. I was mm-hmm. in Streetcar Named Desire. I was the paper boy. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but like, did you really want to be in the other ones? Um,
0: I would have liked to have been in Arsenic and Old Lace. That would have been fun. Oh. But, but I wasn't very good. So I, I can understand.
1: I think I was in like every play that we put on. Uh, Really?
0: (laughs) Yeah. What was your favorite role in your high school play?
1: Um, it was either mammy Yocum from little abner um or it was yenta <laughs> fiddler on the roof oh because both of those make a lot of sense for me which was again why everyone was like hey you're going to do a lot better when you're middle aged <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> good times that's that's english for your character actor don't wait up all right <laughs> okay.
0: i have not seen either of those plays so i did don't know either of those parts. I
1: okay, well, no. like, I can get not seeing Little Abner, because really, who has? Um, it's great. In fact, uh, there's a song in that called The Countries in the Very Best of Hands. And this, when was that movie? Oh, because it was for the movie adaptation of Little Abner. Um, and it's also in the musical. And that had to have been done... Gosh, in the 50s. And the chorus is, The country's in the very best of hands. The best of hands. The best of hands. Um, Oh, gosh. What are the lyrics to that song? Mm. I can sing it if it's playing. Let me... You know what? I'm going to pause for one second, and I'm going to play just a brief clip of that song, because I think that we all need to be reminded (laughs) from time to time that, yes governments have always been awful and i play this every election season just to remind everyone
0: oh so this is this is an ironic song
1: oh god yeah
0: okay i couldn't tell the irony in context so oh,
1: yep. I... it's good
0: is connected to the nominee the nominee connected
1: to the treasury when he ain't connected to the treasury, he sets around in his thigh bones. They sets around in this place they got, this big congressional
0: parking lot, just sits around in there, you know what, up there they call it that thigh bones. Try to get going to exercise the friend. Try again, get
1: going to Texas up to our rise again. When it gets about in their by the the bomb. Isn't that delightful? I'm just saying like it's always been that way. So, just a quick reminder from the 50s. There you go. So what I love most about that song is that um, they're clearly describing a government that is just like very bureaucratic and terrible. Um, and the entire time, like Mammy Yokum keeps popping up to be like, hey, guys, that's actually not good. It's not. No, <laughs> guys, no, no, no. What you're describing real bad. No, no, no. They want to use this as a test site. Nope. It's not a good thing. Mm-mm, they want to test like biological things on our town. No, this is not a good idea. Guys, guys, guys. And that's my entire job in that play.
0: I'm just worried that people are going to think it's cliche that we have a podcast about real big fish and we play all this little Abner music. I, it just, everybody's going to be doing that.
1: I, I mean, I know it's just so trendy. It's okay. We'll try not to be that trendy next time. It's fine. All right. Good times. And that leads us to the end of this podcast on Jen's favorite one of Jen's favorite bands.
0: Oh, you almost said Jen's favorite band.
1: I right, it's so close. It's it's a, it's like a seventeen-way tie. Um, <laughs> the difficulty is that I like a lot of things. What That's you do? good. It's That's
0: fine. that is. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult when you're then select when you're then pressed to pick your favorite. But
1: yeah, it is. But it is. It's up there. So, they're definitely a top ten. Oh, okay. I know
0: a second ago it was down to 17 now it's up to 10 so
1: (laughs) things change uh next week it might not be who knows i don't know
0: okay where do they rank uh compared to the darkness say
1: okay you know what (laughs) they are slightly higher than the darkness okay yeah but not higher than like they might be giants um so they're like they're up there it's fine it's okay we don't need labels
0: no, you're right. No. It's, and it's more than fine. They're a fantastic band.
1: So. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just All compared right. them to the darkness a second ago, which we know from our darkness episode that you did not enjoy. So.
0: Actually, if you'll check the tape, you're the one that compared them to the darkness because I asked you to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Well, I love them both. So there okay, you go. Good. <sighs> All right. So, yes.
0: for their humor, what kind of rating do you give them, Jen? Oh, my
1: God. It's like an eight? Eight. That, They're a solid eight.
0: Yeah. I, I think that they have... I, I'm pretty close to that, uh, but I think they do have a number of songs that are kind of, you know,
1: just a bit of a downer. So, are they, um, though, Kurt? Because Brass to Happiness.
0: Yes. Hey, Fun, <laughs> there are ten. Funny... There was seven.
1: Okay, fair. Oh, I you know agree that. they yeah.
0: they are absolutely one of the most fun bands to just rock out to and see live, and uh, definitely want to see them anytime they're you know within a hundred mile radius where I am. But, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think a good solid seven for humor.
1: Okay, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Okay. And then our <laughs> next selection. <laughs> that Would wasn't a strike me- then. <laughs> Well, I know we've talked about how the strikes also apply to friends. Um, And I don't know. We should should keep score on this too. It was definitely, it it was almost a strike. So you've gotten close to strikes a couple times, but somehow you've weaseled your way out of them. I don't know. It's fine. It's okay. Um,
0: So if you're saying that I don't have strikes, are you saying that I have balls? (laughs)
1: Okay. Uh, moving right along. Uh, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. that. I don't know. Ask Sandra. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> that feels like a personal question. Uh, so, Kurt, what was our listener suggestion for our next episode? Uh,
0: we're going to go with the wombats.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love the wombats. So excited and vindicated also.
0: Excellent. I'm looking forward to talking about the wombats next week. So until then, this is Kurt
1: and this is Jen, and, and we, we just, just made, made a podcast. podcast. Okay, one. Two. That's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my-